Welcome to For What It's Worth, introduction to and exploration of the furry fandom, now in its 10th glorious season. There are certain women I just want to bitch slap. <laughs> so in summary, people are awful. <laughs> it's it's kind of true. What is that flapping sound? I'm a horrible person. You leave stuff laying around? I'm a really bad person. Who gave Rue that jar of mayo? Pull that record. We're done. Abort. Oh, God. Don't use it like that. Sammy, quick. Stop him. Hurry. That's not the use of mayo. Hello, everybody. This is Rue from For What It's Worth. And we are here today to teach you about this. This is like the worst opening that I've I ever done. I don't know what you're doing, Rue. I have, honestly. I have no idea either. I, I thought about cutting you off, but then I was like, I'm just going to let this train wreck go where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is For What It's Worth. Thank you for joining us and, and putting us in your ear holes. We Yay. like being there. We like being in holes. Mm-hmm, definitely. This episode, just to give you guys a heads up, is going to be probably a pretty raunchy one. So if you have like virgin ears and you don't want things to be stuffed in them, I, you know, I would, I would highly, highly recommend that you probably choose a different episode. Yeah. But, you know, I also feel like if they've listened to the show more than once or twice before they probably are pretty used to the stuff that comes out of our mouths whatever i you, mean you know you know sammy i no. am the most innocent uh, pure fox that you have ever uh, met 100 percent. that will will never get you what you th- i don't even know what you think saying that will get you i <laughs> you know it's just my thought process it's okay. it's my thing so don't kink shame my innocence oh okay okay <laughs> don't kink shame your innocence kink i gotcha that that will be the name of the episode don't <sighs> kink shame my innocence don't kink shame my kink shaming well I- before we get into the episode itself which I didn't say. It's actually lovely season 10, episode three. Yeah, I know. We're just rolling right along with them. Yeah. So, Sammy, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been far too busy and stressed than I would much like not to be. So we are in the process of selling our current house, moving into a new house, Hopefully we will be done soon. I know I don't know why we're like, hey, it's winter. Let's that's a good time to buy and sell. Uh, I mean, I guess it kind of works. It hasn't been too crazy, but I just hate the process of of trying to find a new place and move. And if anybody ever said, tells you they like moving, they're a big fat liar because <laughs> it's the worst. Well, no. I, I've heard nowadays that people just like pay somebody to come and help help them move or something. Oh, that's what we're doing. We're oh, really? we're gonna or have a moving company probably come and and actually do all the hauling because I've done it enough in my life. I am not. I I don't like doing it. <laughs> I hate feeling like I've been ran over by a train for a week after. You know, I, I like to think, Kesa, when I moved into um, my townhome, 
I, I almost feel like that we had a situation where we almost like broke up our friendship. It was. <laughs> it was so stressful. We all were very stressed. I about even like you guys moved in. I even like ru- almost ruined my car. You like in that hit situation. a curb because you were so determined to go get everybody the pizza when we're like, dude. Finish loading the truck, then go get pizza. Because the truck was in the way for you to get out, but you managed to squeeze out. Uh, <sighs> yeah, it's... Fun times. It was fun. It, it, but, it, you know, moments like those only make friendships stronger. Yeah. So just, just, you know, if you want to have trials with your friends to be able to, like, you know, either make or break friendship relationships just ask your friends to move you no it's true like helping help you know helping each other move will always be a test because (laughs) i've had times where i've helped people move and i've about strangled somebody by the end of the day (laughs) but no i'm excited it's it's gonna be a nice size upgrade for us give us a little more space to have in our house and be able to do stuff and actually like, maybe able to have people over because like there's what space. type of stuff sammy well oh my goodness so much stuff like <laughs> there could be a whole room in a basement just for stuff oh like stuff 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 oh so like the corgi dungeon room or whatever yeah or like the corgi den yeah, yeah. it'll be well more like the corgi basement my hobbit hole it'll be my hobbit hole your hobbit hole (laughs) what about you rue what have you been up to uh you know i have i've been watching uh, i of course i'm a video game geek so i just i i've been playing lots of video games recently i've been playing conan and that is such a weird game i talked about a little bit of the last episode uh, it is weird. It is really, really weird. Yeah. So, um, basically, I'll I'll tell you a little bit about it because I know that you really haven't been you haven't been playing with no. us that much. So, uh, we have something called the orientation will, um, in which we you have to get employees, uh, to come join you in your camp. And so what you do is you go to their hometown and bring uh, something that we call the orientation stick. I think that's orientation stick or something, employment. And you beat them over (laughs) their head until they pass out, you know, because of your generous offers of employment, right? Okay. And then you, you tie them up and drag them all the way back to your home um and and then you put them on this this thing called the orientation will which is also called the will of pain but uh the orientation will and then you feed them stuff from uh, a thing called the pizza party which is also just another term for gruel and um yeah you get employees this sounds a lot like i don't know Slavery the game? Labor, yeah. (laughs) Slave kidnapping and forced slave labor. Um, It is a really weird, really, really weird game. I don't know how I feel about any of that. (laughs) 
but it's it's been pretty fun um and then i just barely finished um wednesday off of netflix and let me tell you it was amazing if you ever watch the adams family um i'm sure you watched the adams family oh yeah in growing up um so if you've ever watched the adams family play it is terrible because mm. they make wednesday turn into this like really preppy like i'm gonna be a cheerleader and you can't stop me <laughs> very know? not adam's family and not adam's family and definitely not wednesday and like this wednesday is definitely wednesday yeah. adams and she is just they did a really really great job so if you have any fans with um if you have any sort of love for the Adams family, you'll really love Wednesday. Yeah, I need to watch it. I haven't gotten around to that one yet. I did see a lot of. I guess there's been a lot of discourse around it because Tim Burton's like, no, I'm going back to the original, like character stylings. Like, I guess there was a lot of complaints because they're like, oh, Gomez Adams wasn't supposed to be this, you know, fat old man blah 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 and it's like well back in the original iteration that's exactly what he was mm-hmm. but everybody's so used to the adams family show and that's what the gomez everybody was used to or what he's supposed to look like so now everybody's all freaking out because oh yeah that's not the character blah 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 and it's like that's the main thing is, what, is, I don't understand. is it's more about Wednesday than right. them. So you don't really even get to see them that much mm. anyway. And I I still think it's, they do a great job, honestly. Uh, like, I'll, I'll, I'll give you just a little tidbit. If you don't want spoilers, just fast forward like a few minutes. Mm. But like the very first episode, um, Pugsley is getting um, bullied. Mm-hmm. and Wednesday is known for like, hey, only I can bully my brother. Only I am able to to do terrible and horrible things to him. As with all siblings, yes. Mm-hmm. And so she finds out who did it, and she decides to release piranhas in the school pool. <laughs> and there you go. That's amazing. That's the start of um, how everything starts. So. Awesome. Very, very, very good. Very but nice. All anyway. right. Rue, I didn't see you grab a cookie. Oh, no. Rue, where are your cookies? I don't know. I think it's like downstairs somewhere. Uh, uh, have you read any cookies lately? Honestly, no. I haven't had. Wow. I haven't had a fortune cookie in a while. You know, I'm running low on cookies. That so means we need to go get Chinese food sometime. We do. And I think that, you know, maybe some people need to actually like send us like <gasps> fortune cookies. Yes. Sometimes. Send us your fortunes. Because maybe then then I'll have something to read. Yeah. Well, let's go dig around in the kitchen. I'm sure we can find you a cookie. It All might right. be a little stale. All right. Here we go. Fine. Give me one second. All right, here you go. Soon, you will be sitting on top of the world in bed with a cookie. There you go. Soon, you'll be sitting on top of the world in bed with a cookie. 
That's weird. Like, I mean, you just have your bed on top of everything and you're just, you know, what I'm envisioning is I'm envisioning like a micro or macro type situation mm. where you're this great big, huge, like macro sitting on like the top of the world with your bed. Okay. And the, the moon is your cookie that you're and eating. The, oh, no. But the moon <laughs> is made of cheese. <laughs> we're back and we're back and we're back all right well as you have probably figured out by now it's just me and rue today um but we've got a fun little topic i think folks will enjoy um which i kind of i find it ironic that there's only two of us i know and we're gonna be talking about group sex Uh, like can, can you do group sex with two people I mean, typically, I don't think that's considered group sex because I feel a group is three or more. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? What about the person that's listening to us? Oh, see, we're doing stuff to them. Oh, dear. So then therefore it is group sex in front of my salad. (laughs) What? What, you don't remember that meme? That terrible gay porn meme? I'll have to show you later. (laughs) Uh, See, I'm innocent. uh, See, like I I told you. No, it just means you you just don't spend as much time on terrible internet pages as I do. So, Sammy, what are we talking about today? Well, I already said it. Group sex. Yeah, but but what about group sex? Because we've already had uh, last um, season, we already had the... um, lovely clubhouse people come in and and talk about what they do there so yeah how is this episode a little bit different um i mean i would say probably i think that was more talking about like you know logistics how to put together an event like that where i think this would be more of the actual you know in the moment you maybe what why are you wanting to do group sex? What to do when you get there kind of thing. I don't know. What do you think, Rue? Well, I don't know. It's it's kind of like, to me, I I do sometimes question myself. It's like, why am I trying to set up these like group events when it's like sometimes it's just easier just to roll over and just do it with your significant other? And, you know, there you go. But sometimes when you're in our situation where our significant others don't necessarily love doing that type of stuff, but we love doing that type of stuff, it kind of gets us in a situation where we have to go out and find. Yes. So why why don't we just get on Grindr or or whatever and just God no find some random person, do the deed, and be done with it? Honestly, I feel like sometimes that. I mean, all right, nothing wrong with that if that's how you want to play it. But I'm gonna tell you right now, at my age, I am so past that of just like. Uh, 
trying to find even just sometimes a rando it just it's more work like if you're if you have people you regularly interact with on that level it's so much better when you can have that connection and you don't have to worry about instructing the other person so much on what you want especially if you you know i don't know maybe somebody's more inexperienced or something so it's it's a difficult to really tell them what you want or need i mean kind of depends on that one well and it's also you don't run into like awkward situations like mm-hmm. i've heard from a friend before that he went to uh he he was on grinder and he just went into he went in into an individual's house and he was um basically they were like they they were doing some sort of like drugs and stuff oh, like dear. that there so he was like there was just a whole bunch of different people there uh, and it just was an awkward type situation. So anyways, I know that we're not here to talk about Grinder, <laughs> So we'll get off that Grinder subject but um, and get back to, to group group sex. So Sammy, um, what it, like what are some of your experiences like if you were to go through your story, mm-hmm. like what what are some of your first exposures to group sex in, itself? Well, it was probably, hmm, I have to think. I have to go far back in the recesses of my mind. Well, while you are traveling back in time, (laughs) I'll share you mine. Okay. So I had a friend that approached me um, and his significant other also approached me as well. And they were like, hey, um... I want to have more experience with doing something with a guy. Um, It was a, you know, it was a straight couple. And I was like, and this is when I was in the innocent stage. Oh, yeah. And I was like, there was an innocent stage at one time. I I I, will admit that. I I am still innocent, (laughs) but maybe I'm just a little bit less innocent. Anyways, so um, they approached me and said, hey, I, um, we, we would like to, to do stuff with you. So that was my first time actually having a kind of a threesome type yeah. thing. And, um, that was, that was interesting to, to try that out. And, um, I, I wouldn't say that that was the like one situation that's like, I have to do this again, because let me tell you, it was incredibly awkward and kind of weird. It, it wasn't necessarily like we didn't have like situations that kind of let let up to that and we never did it again so uh we were kind of um done after that but um have you thought of your uh first exposure i think i think it was honestly it was kind of similar this was many 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 moons ago back before i transitioned um so it was similar thing, except it was, you know, gay couple. And that, well, I say gay couple because it was two guys that were together. But really, they're both um, very much on the bisexual scale. Um, but it was very much a, hey, you know, we'd really like to 
no. <laughs> um, we would very much would like to try things with, you know, assigned female at birth body. And I'm like, all right, sounds, you know, sounds fun. Um, and it was good. I mean, it's one of those where I think everybody, when you, like, even when you just have sex with a one partner or, you know, the person you're dating or whatever, um, those first times, first few times are sometimes pretty awkward because you don't really know, especially when you're young and I feel... I don't know if it's just because of where we live and the upbringing we had. You know, you don't really know any of that shit going into into it. I mean, I, I think we got lucky in where we had more resources thanks to the internet. So we had, I think, a little bit more of understanding of how sex worked in general. Um, but... I feel like when you're young and you're still trying to figure that out, um, you're going to be weird and awkward no matter what. Um, Because it's, you know, it definitely is a a process of figuring out what works and what doesn't and what makes you comfortable and what doesn't make you comfortable. Um, But yeah, that was one of those where um, we ended up hooking up again number of times um unfortunately they're still they're not together anymore but um I still know and see one of them fairly regularly and have hooked up with them a number of times since then so you know it's just one of those one of those things of how it goes so I'm gonna go back to another question okay I know I already asked you but what is the pill like, why not just do it with one person? Well, I mean. And I'm not just saying that one person for the rest of your life. No. I'm just saying, like, why don't you do it with just why? Do, why does there need to be another person in the room? Because for some of us, that adds an extra level of the fun. Uh-huh. You know, one on one is great. I love one on one. That's also very fun. But sometimes you know that uh, it's weird because it's one of those where it's like oh it's sometimes things are better with friends you know <laughs> sometimes things are a better better experience with friends you know and it is as weird as it might sound I feel like that definitely can hold true um and especially in like I also feel a lot of it depends very much on the individual on how they find their own self-pleasure so like for me a lot of the time it's a I don't always care about me and getting myself off I I very much have the you know I'm I'm submissive I have very much a a service service like mindset where it's be- it's it helps me and i enjoy focusing on others and other people's pleasure before my own and being able to do that with multiple people especially people that i i care about and um 
you know, love in, in some way or form, um, being able to give them that enjoyment makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Um, my other thing too, as well, is one thing I learned for myself, um, which I actually kind of learned pretty early on was for me, sex is sex. Um, for me, sex has nothing to do with my intimate or romantic relationships. Um, my, my partner is, is ace, you know, they are, they are asexual. Um, and we, for, you know, over the years, we've been together for many, many years. Um, you know, we, we've had our times where we are physically intimate with each other, but, you know, as they've gotten more comfortable with themselves, it became very much a state of, you know, I love you, but I don't love doing that. And it very much became a discussion of, well, I'm much more hypersexual than they are, so how do we make it work? Mm -hmm. And they're on the same wavelength of, well, I mean, sex is sex at the end of the night. I still go home to our house, you know, at the end of the day, I go home to them. So for me, I've never had a difficulty drawing a line between sex and fucking and having fun and an emotional feeling behind it. So I think that's where other people might struggle. Cause mm -hmm. then it's like, Oh, well you're off having sex with other people. You must obviously not love the person you're with. And anyone who knows, who knows me, who knows us, who they know it's definitely not that I will, I will, you know, teeth and claws come out if, if they need to. So I think that's where I differ a lot where I can say eh, for me at the end of the day, it's a physical thing and not so much an emotional thing. Um, Though there is some emotion behind it, it's separate. So, see, I would have to say that I'm a little bit opposite. A lot of my, um, a lot of what I do is kind of an emotional release for me. So, for me, it's like if I'm doing something with somebody, it's it's showing them, hey, I care about you, and this is how much I care about you. There, there has been some times where it's not emotional and it's just like i just want to suck your dick that's that's what i want to do that's what i'm gonna do and there you go and that's probably the last time that i've seen that particular person that doesn't happen very often though. <laughs> like if that's happened uh, it's it's a very very rare because i'm also very safe mm -hmm. i think that an important element when it comes to group sex is making sure that you maintain being safe so that means Go get tested. Yes. And for a guy, depending on what you're doing, okay, what what testing is like for a guy and um is you're you're probably doing an oral swab and you should do one that's in your rectum if you are doing, you know, butt you know, stuff. Butt stuff. So you want to make sure that you are tested in both of those particular areas. And then also you do blood tests as well. So um yeah um i think it's important for you to definitely um get tested 
I'm going to put you on the spot, Sammy. How often do you go about getting tested? Um, normally, kind of depends on how active I am with newer people. I try to do a minimum of twice a year, if not three to four times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I have gotten to a point where I'm more, a little more particular about who I play with, depending on the situation. Um, just because life is life and and things like that. But yeah, I mean, honestly, if you're if you're meeting with people you don't know, at least I would say at least two or three times a year is a good minimum to be at. And the nice thing is, is you know, a lot of places you can get it for for cheap or free. I know. Planned Parenthood. It's where I went to for a long time when I was younger to get regular testing done. Um, and it was almost, it was always next to nothing. So what we're talking about right now is the, the how, like, how do you get, like, how do you get set up with group sex? So first, the first step is checking yourself, making sure that you get tested and kind of understanding your level. And I think that's important for you to communicate with um, with the, the people that you're planning on doing things with. I think, yes, spontaneous things do happen. And hey, if spontaneous things happen, you know, I say go for it. Mm-hmm. But just know your level of safety. You know, if you don't know this particular person and you may, it, there's no harm in you asking a question of when was the last time that you got tested? Yep. If that person gets offended by you asking that question, don't do anything yep. with them. Yep. Don't just don't just say, you know what? This is not, um, I'm not interested. And you can be as hyped up and ready to go as possible. And yeah, you're probably going to walk out, walk out blue bald, but you know what? <laughs> it's going to be worth it for your, um, for your own safety. And it's, it's funny because so we're probably going to end up reiterating stuff we've talked about in other episodes that involve sex. Um, oh, I'm sure. Because it's very much the core of it. But I mean, so much of it is communication between yourself and the other parties involved. Um, you know, when you find those people that you are like, hey, let's let's do stuff, you know you've got to be open and honest with each other. It's it's very much a, you know, if you don't say what your needs and wants are, they're not going to be met and not out of, you know, it's typically not out of like a malice or, or anything like that. It's just people aren't going to know. Um, you know, it's one, one thing that we like to say um, is that we're not mind readers. We wish we were, but we're not mind readers. So you've got to say what you need. Mm -hmm. And if you don't say what you need, you can't get mad at anybody else for not knowing what you need. And I think the reason why that we're saying that and why you're saying that is because me and you have been in that situation We've been in that because we've been doing group sex events for for quite some time now. And there's been some times where we have people that reach out to us and was like, 
I mean, it was okay, but I didn't get to do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. This is the first time that you have ever talked about that that you wanted this particular thing to happen to yep. you. Like, I've had somebody that's that was like, I didn't get bottomed. Well, did you ask? Yeah. Did you did you tell anyone? Hey, I have a hole here. I want to have fucked. I don't care by who. Please fuck it. Yeah. And and who wants to volunteer yeah. or whatever? Like, let's let's get it on. Yep. Let's go. Well, and it's it can also unfortunately lead to the opposite end as well, where you know if you don't speak up or communicate what you're you're wanting or looking for or even what's you know off limits and what's what's too much it can very much lead to a bad experience and you know those bad experiences can really linger for a long time and Mm -hmm. they can hurt in many ways and you don't want that it's so it's it's better to to say to be open and yes it sucks when the other person is like ah no fuck that you know but then if that's the that's the case that person was probably not worth the time you know whether it's whether it's a one off thing or or something you're hoping to continue forward if if you don't know early on kind of where both of you sit you know that can have some very negative effects that you might not be aware of um hap- you know until it's said and done and then you're left feeling like shit <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know communication with all of this is is key is is your starting point is is being open and honest and saying this is what I'm going to do and this is what I'm not going to do. So I think that something that might be helpful is before you get into that um that situation maybe you have that discussion ahead of time and say this is what I want to do. So basically what we call that is we call a, call it setting up a scene. And um, just communicating what will actually happen in that particular scene. Heck, you know, I know that there's a lot of people that do furry role plays. I'm not a furry role player, but maybe you do a furry role play type thing and you're like, okay, now I want this to actually happen to me. And this is the roadmap of what I want to, to follow. That could be a particular easy way to turn your fantasy into reality. But just being able to like communicate with the people that you want to do stuff with is a great first step. You definitely have to ask. And asking is so scary. Like, oh, God, it's terrifying. I, I hate it. I don't want to get rejected. Yeah. You know? But the thing is, if you don't ask, you're, it's not going to ever happen to you. And it's going to continue to just stay in your mind forever. Well, and one thing that... Um, with my, with my upbringing, um, being able to ask for things, especially things for myself is something I have very much struggled with. Um, so I have found for me, the best thing to do is to use this technology we have 
and said, I can easily type something out for what I want and what I want to do and said all of that beforehand. And then when it actually comes down in time to meet, it makes it so much easier to be able to go through the motions without having to like force myself to say all of it first. Mm -hmm. So it definitely, the technology now and being able to have, you know, the group chats and, you know, the event pages and all that stuff um, definitely makes it a lot easier to be able to A, find people and B, communicate with those people. So let's talk about finding people because we kind of like went past that. Yeah. Where, where do you go to find people? It's like, what if, what if you're in some podunk town, country town that you're like, you don't have very many people that are around. I, it's a one horse town and <laughs> I'm the horse. They have a, they have a one stoplight that yeah. they celebrated a week ago. Oh, uh, that's barely installed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, the internet is the best resource for that. It's really, gosh, the best thing's going to be finding, finding the pages finding the apps i mean bark is the thing right now that's basically the furry grinder um kind of sort of in a way but it's not but then like telegram groups um a lot of the times well it's funny because it's like we talk about you know talked about people we've hooked up with it's like most of them majority of them are People we had met through the local furry group became friends with, which then developed into more. Mm -hmm. um, and those people have friends. Yeah. And then those people have friends yeah, and, and it have, just kind of builds. Yeah. So, you know, honestly, a lot of the times just finding people around. Again, I'm going to I'm going to say the technology makes it easy. You know, there's so much out now between you know telegram discord bark you know fa i don't know how active the fa forums are anymore these days but you know it's definitely possible to find people well and i feel like that sometimes people fall into this trap of that it's like well it's not it's not there it's not available to me there's no group for me to be able to to do these particular things you know what? If you're in that situation and you're feeling that way, I've ran into a lot of furries that are like, man, I wish that we could do this particular activity. If you want that particular activity, just fucking plan it yourself. Just do it. Just do it. Yep. If you have a group or, or if if you're wanting to like have a group, like for instance, I'll, I'll, I'll throw this out. Let's say that you want a group of age players. Okay. To be um, to be around. You want to do age play type stuff. Well, guess what? A and you can't find a local one. Create one. Yep. Create one. Find one. Advertise it. And guess what? People will come. Yep. Yep. If you provide a space for furries, they will come. I always laugh. Like, I I always have to chuckle whenever I see like the new furries post in groups and stuff and they're like oh i thought i was the only one in this state blah, blah blah especially like back you know 10 
10 plus years ago. Um, but then they'd always be like, oh, I thought I was the only one around here. I can't believe there's such a big group. It's like, I'm sorry. We're not as unique as we like to think we are. Most people have the same idea in some way or form. <laughs> like there will be somebody out there who will be into the same weird niche thing you are because there's just so many goddamn people. You know what it makes me think of when I see that? I'm just like, do you not know how to use the internet? Right. Do and you this, not know how to Google? Do you not know Google? Yes. <laughs> I know that's so mean of me. That's so mean. <laughs> of me. But that's what I always think of when I see that. But I get it. People are excited. Yeah. And I don't want to extinguish somebody's excitement. I just basically put on my little smile and I'm like, there, there. Hey. Here you go. <laughs> Give me a hug. Yep. But <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. Yep. But there, I mean, there's... If it doesn't already exist in your area and you really want it, create it. Exactly. It's hard to be the one that creates, you know, a new group or a new subgroup or whatever you want to call it. It sucks for a little while. It will. But it would be worth it in the long run. I mean, if, it, if it's going to be something that helps you accomplish something you want, Go for it. And, and I think that's what's unique for me and you is because we did create this. We didn't take this from anybody. You know, we we created our our kink group yep. from the ground up. Yep. We started with our immediate friends and we built it just like how you were saying. And, um, you know, it wasn't here. We're in Utah. There's nothing here that happens that's like. I mean, there's tons of stuff that happened here, but overall, there's just not a lot of crazy things that happen here. But we probably should take a break, don't you think? Yeah, you know, we've been we've been rambling for for a little bit, so that might be a good I, idea. I, you know, do you think that we're rambling? I don't know. Hope, I don't know. Hopefully, they don't think we're rambling too much. I mean, if 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 we're rambling, you know, you could just shut this off and go on to the next episode, or you could go take your potty break and then come on right back. Thank you to our Patreons. You make this happen. Rickus, Liffus, 10X, Ashton Sergal, Nuka, Bubble Whip, Chap Hogarth, Aussie, Black Baldrick, Ligris, Tire, Ichigo Okami, Guardian Lion, Rifta. Hey there folks, do you know what the FCC is? Neither do we, but apparently they require us to let people know every so often just what the heck they're listening to. We call these little segments where we tell people that they're listening to for what it's worth, I dance. 
and we need your help to make them more interesting. God knows you don't need to be listening to any more of our voices. So if you've got a good radio voice or even just an interesting voice or just a voice or if you want to add your own bit of quirkiness to the show, uh, just send us a recording of you telling folks uh, who you are and that they're listening to for what it's worth. You can email those idents to us directly uh, or send them to us through SpeakPipe at speakpipe.com slash FWIW. And you might just hear yourself in the next episode. Technology, it's wacky, right? And we're back. I hope you all had a good break. Um, enjoyed whatever it was that got put in the middle there. Um, so why isn't why isn't why isn't it? And we're front. And we're oh, instead of and we're back. Why was uh, it? And we're front. I well that maybe, maybe some people don't like the back. I don't know, Rue. I don't know. Also, and we're front makes no sense at all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you're right. That's just weird. So, um, okay. So, you've assembled your team. You've assembled your Pokemon team. You have Charizard, Charmander, you know, maybe Pikachu... And you've gra- gotten your group of people together. This and is you've... an unbalanced Pokemon team. Is that what it is? That's okay, very okay, we need Squirtle to squirt down. Okay, so you've assembled your team, your your sex buddy team. <laughs> and this is going to be some weird fanfic. <laughs> so. You get together with, okay, we'll remove the Pokemon. Okay. You get together with your friends. You know what? I'm, I am bad today. I'm bad. Is what are we talking about? You, we're talk- we're you talk- 100% like lost your train of thought. No, I, I didn't actually. I wanted to actually say that we were talking about group sex and then go back into. So now you've assembled your team. Okay. Your team of friends. And um, so what do you do with them? Do you just like stand in a room and be like hi and then you like wave at them from the other side of the corner you maybe have like some like weird like funky like music in the background and then you like put your finger out and like inch them closer and then you kind of like give them a little wink and then you say let's get down to business and eat a cookie together. <sighs> that was terrible, Rue. I know. It. That was absolutely terrible. Yeah, I, I got into it. Yes, you know. but what do you do once you've got your friends, companions, whatever title you'd like to give them? Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> Gonna go poke that mon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gotta catch them all. Okay. Oh no, don't catch those. Uh, yeah, don't catch those STDs. <sighs> okay, go ahead. Anyway, so what do you do once you've got everybody together? What do you do once, you know, everybody's at the house or at the room or, you know, you've you know discussed I- things beforehand maybe, hopefully a little bit. You know, sometimes you want to make sure that once you're there and in the same room, everybody's still comfortable and, and you know, eager to move on with what was planned. And the biggest, I think one of the biggest things, well, 
definitely one of the biggest things that everybody needs to be sure on. The opening prayer at the beginning. Is the opening prayer and, um, you know, doing your, I don't know, whatever. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Wait, what was that? I can, the, the cross thing they oh, do. I don't no. know if that's got a name for it. No. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This went off the rails you really were, bad. You were bad. You started it. I know I did. <laughs> But no, the biggest thing is making sure everybody still consents to what has been planned or is being planned and that, you know, everybody understands kind of where where things are at, what the lines are and what you know, what's okay and what's not and making sure everybody understands and everybody um, is comfortable and consents to, to what's going to happen. Um, I think once you've hit that point, you know, it's, it's a matter of getting naked and, and kind of seeing where, where things go. Um, what about you? Are there anything that you think needs to be you know really discussed before them clothes come flying off and you end up in a pile of sweaty bodies i mean i would hope that before it gets to that point that you've you've had a discussion beforehand so i I don't know i think it's good for you to have that particular convert like definitely what you were saying is reiterate things to be honest with you though sammy sometimes those things don't happen and i'm just like i'm the icebreaker person so sometimes i'm like okay all right everybody woo and just <laughs> honestly so especially like if it's a newer group or or you've got some folks that maybe are a little more shy um and unsure having sometimes having one or two people that have that confidence to just be like fuck it let's go let's kind of kind of gets everybody going and and um you know gets gets things moving because it's definitely one of those where you know if you're not used to it or you don't or you're not sure um should we play a game of strip poker beforehand i mean sometimes that's not a bad thing we can get into the mood yeah i mean whatever whatever helps you get comfortable I mean, no, no harm, no foul, right? Yeah, as long as everybody's comfortable. And you're right. I, I know I'm being a little bit crude and rash, <laughs> and just being like, "Yeah, gross." We're talking about sex. How dare you let's, be crude? Let's go. <laughs> let's get it done. Um, but you know, I I do feel like that it is good, especially if you're hosting it. If you are hosting the um the group sex party event, then you want to make sure that everybody that you're hosting is um is comfortable um that's kind of part of your your role you know when me and you do events i feel like that i'm going to work yeah and i i get so exhausted by the end of it and they're like man if you're running a furry you know sex club type thing you must get lots of action hell no like absolutely not no like there's sometimes that nobody touches my pee pee yep (laughs) the whole entire time Yep, there's there's been many a time. It's like, yay, thanks for putting this on, guys. It was awesome. We had so much fun. And we're like, yeah, thanks. We didn't even get a chance to get off. 
<laughs> yeah. And then it's like, well, maybe we'll have a chance eventually. And so for me, I'll be honest, I'm at the situation now where it's like, you know what? If I can just like get in there, get 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 the deed done and get it get it on and get the, get her in, get then, her done. Then I can make sure that I've achieved my goal <laughs> of what I wanted to have happen and then I can focus on other people. Mm, I got gotcha. you. And help them to be able to reach their success of what they're trying to achieve. And so maybe that's a little bit selfish, but coming from somebody that I'm always thinking about other people and I, it's tiring some. So for, for me, I'm kind of opposite of you. Well, you want to be of service. I kind of want to just like it, but it depends on the mood. Yeah, It just depends on what I'm, what I'm interested in. But going back to the question at hand, like, I don't know. How is it for you? Usually when you're, um, um, when, when you're initially starting, like, do you have like a little, um, do you have a little gun that you put in the air and go bang? My, my little, my little cap gun. <laughs> no, I am. I am notoriously one of those that will, will sit and wait for, for the others to get going, but that's, that's more of my own issues than anything else. Then sometimes you're late to the party, Sammy. Yeah, but then, then it's like, oh, you know, it's, it's getting late and everybody's already done, so sucks to suck. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely a, uh, a thing I need to work on for myself for sure of like having the rue confidence and just saying fuck you guys well i'm gonna go do something that is fun for me <laughs> yeah i i mean i wish that i could say that that's how it is every time it's easier said than done it's true it, I've, it, I've watched you a number of times you've seen me uh sometimes i've been that way yeah and then there's been some times that it, it you know, I'm at the very, very end, and it is the last five minutes. And we're going, oh boy, and Rue. I'm, and I'm struggling to get off uh, right at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think the number one thing that you also have to remember while while things are happening. Okay, so you've started. You Things have started happening. I think that it's important for you to continue to check in on somebody. So like, for example, let's say that the scene that we're talking about is spanking and the individual just wants to be spanked as they paw themselves off. Let's say that's the scene. That's a very simple scene. And you're sitting there and you're railing on somebody. You need to be checking on them. Yeah. And I understand that they get into the mode, but part of the role of the top is to make sure that the bottom is being taken care of. So you need to communicate with them and you have to say, Hey, are you doing okay? You basically need to put a pause on the scene during the middle of it and say, are you doing okay? And then if they say, yes, I'm doing great. Then you can continue to proceed with what you're doing. 
if at any point in time that somebody in your group says that they're not comfortable with what is happening or what they are doing, then stop. You need to stop the scene and either allow that particular person to move on somewhere else or, um, yeah, you just need to be able to, to communicate. But when somebody says stop, you stop. That's where... I don't care if you're about ready to nut into somebody. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. You're going to need to stop. Yeah, you're going to need to stop. That's where, and I know we've talked about it in other episodes, but that's where, you know, in your setup, in your getting everybody's consent is your setting up your safe word system, you know, and it can be, honestly, I... I am always a tried and true habit of just the stoplight system. You know, green is good. Yellow is, you know, slow down. The maybe. Ticano system. Yeah, the Ticano system. <laughs> God damn it. You know, and then red is your is your hard stop. Um, I have found f- for me over the years that's, it's the most tried and true and it's the easiest to understand because everybody knows what stoplights are. Yep. So, um, having that set up and again, going back to that, that, you know, that spanking scene, it's very easy to stop it, to, to pause for a moment and ask them, what's your color? You know, red, yellow, green. And if they are, you know, they can be like green, you just keep going and it's so much easier, you know, one or two words. So you don't really have to break, break that headspace that you're in. Yeah. And it's much easier to be able to keep going. But then it is, it's also something that is out of the norm enough. Um, say somebody, you know, part of the, the things you've set up is maybe it's more of a, a rough, you know, consensual non-consent kind of thing. And the, you know, the person on the bottom is the whole thing. You know, they're going to be saying, no, stop, please, I don't like, you know, things like that. But where you've set it up is those are not, that's not what those words mean in this moment, Mm -hmm. you know. But if at any point something happens and they start saying red, red, you know, oh, we've, we've hit a limit. And it's or, much easier to recognize those words when you're when you're in that headspace, or you set up that um, that safe word ahead yep. of time. Yep, and I know that very some people are are thinking right now. They're like, "But no means no." You're right. No does mean no, and I agree with you. However, when it comes to some of these scenes, if that is a scene that somebody has set up beforehand that they want to be in that situation, then that is fine as long as there's been communication beforehand that's why one of our rules that we have at our lovely clubhouse um is we just make sure that um we just we just make sure that people communicate and if oh we we ask people not to interrupt other people's scene Mm -hmm. so if somebody is saying no that's that's not necessarily uh an invite for somebody to jump in and say, Hey, he's saying no, yep. you need to stop what you're doing. No. Like if they've discussed it and they've communicated it, 
it's okay. That's why we have a safe word that we tell everybody what the safe word is at every single time. And our safe word is simple. It's safe, safe word. word. Yeah. It's very easy. It's it's one word to remember, and it's very easy that if you say it loud enough, you're going to get multiple people's attention. Mm-hmm. And if, if all of a sudden somebody yells safe word, they're the bottom or whatever. Yep. Everything needs to stop. Yep. Yep. And it's it's an automatic. We're checking in and seeing what's what's going on and what needs to be done to to make everybody comfortable. And sometimes that's the thing. The other thing as well that I think a lot of people don't realize is if they use their safe words or if they are using the stoplight system and then they're like, you know, they safe word out or or whatever, and then they're like. I feel like it very much becomes a negative connotation of, well, that just meant I couldn't handle it or, you know, I was or, you know, something was wrong with Mm -hmm. with me or them or something. But it's like, no, it's, you know, sometimes you could really be into a scene that you're doing um, or really be into what you're doing and not knowing that you're going to hit a wall. I have you know. a perfect example of that, that, that I'll share that that's a personal example. This last, uh, furry clubhouse that we were at, I had, uh, three people around me and it, um, one person was like touching, touching my chest, maybe like pinching my, pinching my nipples. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm getting a little bit extreme. <gasps> Here you go. I know Rue, your innocence is not showing How anymore. Dare you. And then, Somebody was, I was in a sling and then there was somebody that was railing me from the the back and that person, like, first of all, I, I am not 100% uh, stretchy in that particular back end <laughs> area and I haven't had a lot of bottoming type experience, believe it or not. And so if all of a sudden this great big, huge person with this slong just slams inside of me, it was a little bit too much. It was too much. Yeah. And it was it was amazing. It felt good. But at the same time, it became too much. And I had to... I didn't use the safe word. No. I didn't say safe word, but I did, you know... You I did, still communicated. I, I communicated and I said, I need to slow down yeah. or I need to stop because it was just too much too much amazing stuff was happening yeah and i could i could have and and i'll be honest with you i have thought about it and i'm like you know i should have just held on for like like one more minute and then he could have like finished and then it would have been fine but i don't know but but the thing is is my body was telling me to stop what was happening and i think and i think that overall that was a that was a good call yeah. And, and all that happened was he slowed down and then you're like, all right, we're, we're done at this moment. And it was fine. Yeah. You know, it, there wasn't, there wasn't an issue or there anything was, like that. There we, was no hurt feeling. We just kind of switched out and he, did other he, things. Yeah. He, he didn't pout or whine or, or anything. It, it was a, it was actually a perfect, you know, perfect way of using that system. Yeah. Well, anywho, there's my personal example. I think yeah. that, that was a good, um, good 
example of what you what you were talking about. I was the one pinching your nipples. You were. It was me. It hurt. <laughs> no, sometimes that one thing that I have learned that's been interesting is when you have that mixture of pleasure and pain. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. When you're getting um like pain and pleasure at the same time, it is like amplify it amplifies everything uh-huh. and i never understood pain because i am a wimp for pain i don't want to be hit sure i do not want to be I, I want the pleasure yeah that's what i want but then when i was getting pleasured and i was receiving the pain it took that pleasure and it shot it like 10 times through the roof yep and it was like my brain was like what is going on i don't know what what what's what yeah it, it almost put me in a zone where i it it was trippy yeah kind of fried your your senses it, a little bit it fried the senses to where it was just way way too much and and that's why that's why i had to say stop yeah you were you were overstimulated at that point yeah you were definitely overstimulated which again you know, even as people who've been doing, you know, we've been around quite a while, we've been having sex for quite a while, you still learn and figure out things that you're like, oh, I didn't realize that could feel like that, you know, and that's honestly, I think that's, you know, majority of the fun is being able to try those things you want to try and experience hopefully experience lots of new things as you go i have a i have a question for you sammy okay do you feel like that because you run a furry sex club that you have more sex than other people no (laughs) (laughs) definitely not I think that some people have a misconception that I am this loosey goosey, like I am getting, oh, that fox must be getting railed all of the time. Yeah. Absolutely not. It just doesn't happen that way. I think I've been, I don't know if it has to do anything with doing the events. But I definitely feel like I've been um, propositioned more. But then again, I don't know if it's more of a just because of who I am kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to claim people as as chasers or, or anything like that. But I'm a be uh, you know i'm a chubby hairy trans guy like for some people that's you know that's a thing that they they really want yeah but then it's also very much a oh you're you're a trans guy with you know all your your female at birth junk and i want to try that so i feel like that i get propositioned for a lot Mm-hmm. Um, just because I'm, I am open and I'm most of the time I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit. I got holes, use them. <laughs> um, so I feel like that has been more so in, in the last few years. So, that, but I don't think because 
we do the clubhouse events. Is that why? If that makes sense. <laughs> well, okay. So what about the aftermath? Okay. All right. The aftershave. Yeah, the aftershave. So, so you just right. You've you've nutted. You just get get on out. You you put your clothes on. You got that post nut clarity. You just yeah. You just walk away. You 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 have your cigar. You you smoke, right? And then you you leave the person there, and you move on to the the next adventure. Right? That's what happens. I mean. I guess that to some people could be probably. how it happens. I mean, some people, you know, want that, um, or some people would prefer that. I mean, ideally, you know, afterwards, it's if you're if you've got the chance. I always say if take take a little time with each other, have some aftercare, especially depending on the intensity of the scenes, you know, or things you did you know, make sure everybody's okay and in a good spot before, before they head back out into the world. Because, you know, after you've, I've planted my seed, I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) But you know, it's the same, like when you go to, can be the same as, you know, when you go to conventions and things is you forget the world for a little while. And sometimes it can be a little bit to transition back in. You know, so it's always good to to have that time after if you can. Um, some people, yeah, don't don't care for or I guess need it. Um, I know again, for myself, I like it. Yeah, you know, I like to like somebody just making checking in on me or me checking in on them, making sure that they're okay. Yeah, and and in fact, I sometimes like to. Um, I think it's good even the next day, you know, I'm not saying all of a sudden you're like having this great big long extended relationship. No, I'm more or less, you know, you reach out to them and you say, hey, how are things going? Yeah. How are you? How are you feeling? How, you know, everything, everything turn out okay. You know, if you, if you rearrange somebody's guts, you, you know, how's, how's the butt? Kind of, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, or you smack their butt to yeah. to pieces. Well, how how's your butt doing? Yeah, <laughs> can you sit down? You know, it's and again that that as with with a lot of it, it all depends on the individual. And it's you know for us, we I think we both enjoy a a post cuddle. You know, even if it's just for a little bit but just to give yourself some time to kind of come back to reality and um, take a minute, you know, we post cuddle and then post shower typically. Yeah. And did you just tell our listeners that, that, that me and you have done it together? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If they haven't figured that out by now, they're not paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So, um, and then I would say at some point in time after I, I would still get tested at some point. I know I've already said, testing. oh yeah, I've already talked about that, but, and I'm not saying like, Hey, we have to like have, you don't have to get tested after every single 
point of contact. Right. I mean, I think it's good, but like I said, those me, things get expensive. They sometimes. can, they can, and you know, and that's again, it. A lot of it is who you're with. You know, if it's someone you're with regularly and you know kind of their circle or you know and vice versa you know you might be in a point where you're like well i only fuck around with this group of you know three or four people mm-hmm. and i know everyone they fuck around with and we're all good then it's fine you know so you come down with something yeah so you come down with something and do you just like keep it to yourself and like and and just like because you're embarrassed, right? You don't want to like, you know, have your friends worry, you know, that you could have possibly have given them something, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean That's when you slap the where fox's hand. You and slap say, the fox's hand, no. you say no. <laughs> but we we live in a society where we are shamed. Or we are made to feel ashamed when something like that happens. You know, whether it's of our own volition or not of it happening. It is not to be ashamed of. Things do happen. But that's why, you know, you you be safe. You be cautious. And, you know, we're, we're talking, you know, we're talking like everybody just does it raw all the time. It's like, no, you know, you, you do what you do to make you cut self-comfortable, use condoms and, and all that stuff. But, you know, if something happens and you do end up catching something, let people know. They will be grateful to be told that, hey, this is a possibility. Because then if it happens that they end up catching it, they know already what they're looking at. I kind of see it like COVID. Yeah. Right? If you had COVID and you were around a friend of yours all that day, the day before, before you tested positive, you probably would want to message your friend and say, hey, I want to let you know that I tested positive. Yep. I think it would be good for you to go get tested. Yep. Just to be safe. And it's the same exact thing. Yep. And it's better, better safe than sorry. And, you know, at the end of the day, all of this is just, you know, we want to be able to have fun in our lives. But, you know, you also need to be smart about it as well. Well, here's the other key. Here's the evil rue conniving (laughs) um, plan. The reason why that I also um, do that last step is because I want to be able to set up a situation where I can have it happen again. Yes. And so by having those conversations and communicating with them after and letting them know that the things that happened to you or the things that you did to them were things that you enjoyed can lead to having fun again. Yeah. And that's ideally, I mean, that's what we'd all like is to have a nice established group we can reach out to and say, hey, guys, what you doing this weekend? Let's go have fun. Yeah. I don't you all come over to my house. We'll order pizza and then we can fuck. <laughs> and honestly, that sounds like a great way to spend a weekend. I, I, I mean, let me tell you, I know that everybody jokes about Netflix and chill. 
Like hundred percent. I love Netflix and chill. <laughs> like let's let's do that Netflix and chill and yeah. maybe add a little bit of with an asterisk. Maybe like an asterisk or like a plus. Yes. Like like Disney Plus. It's, it's Netflix and Chill Plus. Ne- yeah, Netflix and Chill Plus. <laughs> Lovely. Uh well, I can't can you think of anything else? You know, I think we've covered most most of the bases, Rue. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I think, okay, so let's go into final thoughts then about this particular subject, unless you have anything else. Go for it. I think that when it comes to group sex, first and foremost, society is going to teach you no. Don't do it. It's not something that's okay. I'm not here to be your moral compass. I'm not here to teach you what is right and what is wrong. That's up for you to make that determination of what you are comfortable with and what you would like to do. I, for myself, I enjoy doing stuff with others. I think it's fun and I think it's enjoyable. And so because of that fact, you know, I know that some people might look at me and be like, man, that fox, he's such a slut. He's such a fox. He's such a fox. He's that stereotypical fox. Um, and, and, you know, people can think that if that's what they want to think. But I'm enjoying myself. I'm living life. I like what I do. And, you know, fuck everybody else. I don't care what they think. Figuratively or literally? I mean, uh, both. (laughs) It could be both. But overall, if you're wanting to do stuff with more people, like communication is the key to it. You have a significant other and, um, you know, there's some things that are going on. Communicate with them. You know, if you're in an open relationship, maybe, you know, you're able to, to, to do stuff with more particular people. To be able to find that group in which you're able to do things frequently with, you have to communicate. You have to tell people that that's what you want. I understand that it's scary. I get it. Guess what? I'm shy. I am a shy person. I know a lot of people are like, Rue, you are not shy. I had to work very, very hard to get to the point where I'm currently at, where I can go up to somebody and say, let's get down to business. And defeat the hunt. <laughs> Beat me to it. <laughs> All right, Sammy, your final thoughts. No, I mean, I'm pretty much on the same same wavelength. I mean, ultimately, it all comes down to communication and, you know, establishing boundaries are very much the, the base of of it you know and yeah life is too short too stressful too full of garbage to not let yourself do the things you want to do and you know if it's a matter of you know what I want to get some friends together and just want to have a really fun night go for it you know we don't we don't have a lot of time, so you might as well enjoy what you have. But at the end of the day, as long as you're communicating and being open and honest with each other, you know, 
I th- most things will work out. <sighs> that was a good episode. We're not done yet. I I know. I know <laughs> we're not done yet, but I'm just saying that was pretty good. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you feel it went okay. I mean, I enjoyed it. D- didn't you enjoy it? Uh, I don't know. I feel a little blue-balled right now. Oh, man. <laughs> next time. Next, next time. We'll, okay. get, we'll we'll get you off next time. All right. Well, this has been Sammy. Wait. Are you serious? No. You're <laughs> ending this way? You can if you want. I mean, I- <laughs> No, you can cut no, that. there's so much more. I know. <sighs> okay, Sammy, come on. Let's talk about the last episode. Okay. Yeah. There was, there was a lot of people that liked the last episode. Good. What was the last episode? Uh, asexuality. So you weren't on that particular episode. I was not, unfortunately. I was, I wanted to cut, co- I wanted to come be on it, but I was homesick. So I wanted to ask your, I mean, I wanted to take a moment Okay. And ask you what, you know, what you would have said on that particular episode. Um, I don't know if there's really anything more I could have added. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I was more interested in the fact of being on the opposite side where my partner is asexual and I am not. Um, so it just would come down to you know, seeing it from the other side kind of thing. But, um, you know, I don't know if it would have really changed anything in, in the episode, but, you know, I'm just a little sad I couldn't be on because I was, I was busy having the flu. Well, we had a lot of comments in the Telegram chat. I did see that. I, I wish that they would have emailed them to us. does make it a little easier and then we don't have to scroll through the telegram telegram chat to try and find them again yeah so if you guys want things to be on the you know on the podcast we love reading things and stuff so if you want to comment on the show we're okay with you commenting on the telegram chat but we would love it if you also sent us an email if it's if there's even if it's a copy and paste of what you've already posted in there if there's anything you ever want us to read on the show, please, 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 please send it via email. Um, that way we know for sure it's something you're comfortable with us reading out in the show. Um, and then it's also much easier for us when we're putting our show notes and things together for the episode to be able to just pull it from the email instead of, you know, like I said, trying to find it in the telegram chat because you know people are talking and chatting and having a good time and sometimes it's hard to go back and try and find those those items that people are posting hey there folks nuka here hitting you with a little bit of housekeeping for for what it's worth uh first of all remember that for what it's worth would not be possible without the support feedback and interaction of listeners like you and our wonderful fan community. You can check out all of our past episodes, plus learn more about the show, its host, and what's coming up next on the show on our website, forwhatitsworth.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at forwhatitsworth, no spaces, uh, to get updates on upcoming episodes, to hear latest news about the show, or to get some opportunities to contribute to upcoming episodes. You can also join our Telegram channel, where we regularly chat about... uh, the upcoming show episodes and random topics and just an opportunity to chat with our friend, uh, chat with our fans. Uh, if you want to be on the Telegram channel, just contact Rue at WineRedFox on 
Telegram, all one word, uh, and you'll get added to the Telegram channel. Note that you have to be 18 years of age or older to join the Telegram group. If you want to send us an email uh, or contribute to the mailbag or just get in touch with us in any way, the easiest way to do that is with our email at cast at forwhatitsworth.com. Uh, or you can email any of the specific cast members by just putting their name. So for me, it would be Nuka at forwhatitsworth.com or for Rue, it would be Rue at forwhatitsworth.com. Uh, if you want to send us an audio file to be played instead of an email, or if you want to uh, contribute to the idents that play throughout the show, uh, you can upload a recording to us directly through SpeakPipe. That's speakpipe.com slash FWIW. So you can put a little recording on there and we can use your voice rather than trying to uh, read it in our own tired voices. Uh, finally, the best way you can help out the show directly is by sharing it with your friends. Our audience grows every episode through word of mouth. So uh, if you like this episode or if you think you know someone who might be interested in this or any other episodes, uh, let them know where to find us. Well, okay, now that we've said that. Okay. Go ahead. This has been Sammy. This has been Rue. And, and you've, you've been, been listening, listening to For What It's Worth. So, if you want to get down to business and defeat the Huns, defeat the Huns. <laughs> Did they send me daughters? No, copyright, copyright. When I asked. No, stop. For sons. <laughs>